Yeah, I, I didn't quite get that. Uh, I think people are finally coming into this buyer's remorse, which I've been kind of, I have been for, foreshadowing for years and seasons <laughs> that if you don't finish off the Night King and the White Walkers in a good way, there, there are consequences. But I don't even think the buyer's remorse was about that. I think that's kind of above the level of what we're talking about. I think we're, people were pissed that it was dark, which was like a huge thing on the Internet. Last week or though? Last week. Last week, yeah. Four. Yeah. That oh, up during okay, the battle. Yeah. When you were over the here. Literally, you too forgot already? The screen was dark. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so it, I don't know if it was just the, the glory of our fabulous uh, 4K yeah, televisions. I think your amazing TV spared me from that because I didn't notice that at all. Yeah. It, I mean, it was intentionally dark, and I noticed that. Yeah. And there's plenty of spots where there's like, oh, my God, you see the fire break out, and you're like, oh, they can finally see through the clouds, and dragons are fighting each other, and you can't quite tell what's going on. But it all seemed very intentional. But people were mad. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, yeah, that's I, I think probably in the coming years as the TVs get better. Now, I, I will say that Maester uh, McCarris and Maester Ben Plymer, our, my friend, they both got on my TV. My wife got me my, a new TV for my birthday in November. Right. And they both worked on the settings. They, they worked their dark magic. <laughs> I recommend so this I television it, because I own it myself. We won't plug it, but it's a good television. No, no yeah. It, it, it's but it, it looks fabulous. Television. That's a hint. Yeah. It's also like for if you're watching on HBO now on the West Coast at 6 p.m., it's going to be light out. So mm-hmm. you're going to get some of the it's going to make it even harder. I had a hard time seeing even yeah. even with a well calibrated TV with yeah. the glare coming through the window. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on. All yeah. I'm seeing is my window. So <laughs> well, we were watching actually this week at my friend's house. He has uh, like a 120 inch projection. But with projectors, you need no light at all. So it's like, well, do right. we wait until like 7, 8 o'clock when it gets dark or just bar the windows? And that's kind of what we did. <laughs> but uh, anyway, but I just thought we should address that you know, people were pissed and I don't quite understand why. Uh, mm-hmm. d- disappointed with the episode, which was pretty darn good, I thought. Uh, in in the moment, it was good. It's one of those things like afterwards, like there was like, uh, again, that regret. Buyer's well, remorse. just because... Well, the buyer's remorse because the Night King was dead and, and with no explanation of what his objectives were besides right. just kill everybody. Yeah. Um, if, you have a, if you have a creature coming out from the north that's spending seven seasons to get down there who's smirking, who's lifting his hands, who's like taunting Jon Snow, and then there's no there's no payoff to that. But then I why did we need it in the first maybe place? Maybe I'm just still holding on to old theories and hanging on to hope that there's something more about that. But there was something this week that Bran said that really made me think, oh, is there something more going on here than what we knew? Um, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so, too. But I, my, who knows? Well, well, we'll get to it. I don't want to ruin that because that's a, a few scenes in in our fabulous recap, which we're going to have to rip through because it was there was a lot in this week's episode. Yeah, what, I, I will also say this week. Well, let me. Well, I, yeah, I will say one initial thought that ties in with last week's giant battle, which was that battle. I mean, the the battles that happened this week were in some ways far more exciting and had far more consequences than the entire battle sequence of of last week. Because mm-hmm. last week you knew there's me a body count, and in fact, it was in some ways disappointing and almost surreal to have so many heroes live through that you know that endless war. Yeah, and here. Like having having Euron once again magically show up and take out another dragon, that was something like, oh wow, that that changes everything. And even the showdown between Cersei and, and Tyrion, which again was ridiculous, to me that has more impact than yeah. than like an hour long battle, which was kind of like yeah. 
Olymp- I heard, <laughs> don't know you at all. Sometimes you want nothing morning. but battle. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, doctor. <laughs> Sometimes you like the conversation. <laughs> You hate well, the show, you love the show, can't please you. You're the unpleasable fan. I am the unpleasable. I, I, I am a new, I'm a new maester. I'm, I'm the unpleasable, um, like the unsullied. Uh, well, no, but I, I guess my my um, my one to one conversion on that is I can't remember. It was like last season where the Lannisters where they took over High Garden. Was that the one? Yeah, it was a few seasons ago. Yeah, well, was that a few seasons ago? And, they, and they killed Lady Elena from Lady Elena. Yeah. Yeah, that was, was that last season? That no, was season two seasons seven, ago, I think. Was it? I think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. To me, that one, from a tactical standpoint, from the reversals you had, even though there was less battle than they, I think they had like the week before, where I think it might have been the loot trainer, there was something maybe it was hard home. That one was so much, I mean, I love hard home, but that was so interesting because that was chess pieces moving. Yeah. And you have the unsullied landing at, um, what, what's the Lannister's castle? Casterly Rock. Casterly Rock. Yeah. Sieging it, and then they find out they've been duped, yeah. and then the Lannisters—they're over in High Garden getting all the all the gold. So well, you mentioned Euron. The, there is that element of surprise, and it was a big surprise when he shows up, and it, it was a good shock. But and I think people—I heard somebody complaining this morning that they didn't set it up, and maybe it would have been good to at least hear the planning at King's Landing of oh, okay, we can intercept them or do something. But I think that would ruin the surprise. Oh, I, yeah, I was oh, not expecting that at all. That. Well, it, it, I, I see both sides to it, too, because Euron is such a problematic character. Yeah. He's such a goofball uh, who's filled with magic and he can appear anywhere. Yeah. At, at least going from Dragonstone to King's Landing is not such a ridiculous travel as going from Castle Rock all the way to wherever he was like to King's Landing the next you know week. Right. Um, Dragonstone is kind of like, you know, it's, it's more of a direct shot to King's Landing. So I could see that, but it is so magical and his harpoons are so magical and he just shows up everywhere and gets the exact <laughs> Magical when they hit and magical when they miss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like he is more powerful than Night King. I mean, like, think about it. He's killed a dragon and, and his, his crossbows hit three times, whereas the Night King only hit once. Well, he did fire like what, a dozen. Yeah. <laughs> well, but his He's first for three, like his batting average is pretty low. Who? Euron? Euron, yeah. His first three hit, hit, hit. And then after that, he missed. It was a sneak attack. They weren't expecting it. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, so what? I mean, like, it's still, I mean, he still hit three times, yeah. and he's killed a dragon. Yeah. He still decimated a, a huge portion of... Yeah, but if, the, of, if, um, if Euron resurrected that dragon and then flew it to, uh, you know, the north <laughs> to take everybody out, maybe he'd be on par with the Night King and was able to raise but, all But the Night King the didn't. Dead. The Night King didn't... Like, he, he wasted his dragon. He had an yeah. ice dragon. He wasted it. Euron, <laughs> he takes what he's given... You know, he's given an opportunity to, to bed Queen yeah. Cersei. Um, <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll on that. I'm rolling yeah. Queen Cersei because who was it? Uh, uh, Weiss. Weiss. Weiss, yeah. and, Weiss. You heard that right at the end of the show. Oh, he, every, yeah. That's been since like season one. He calls her Cersei. I know. Yeah. We're all, we've all been saying it it's wrong. We've, we've all been believing the, the Night King. Wrong. Saying it wrong, apparently. <laughs> yeah, we all have. And we've all been believing the Night King. It's actually been urine the whole time. I'm yeah. team urine. All right. So anyway, <laughs> let's go forward. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. He's a little wound uh, up. We, we it's might early as well get day into and it. Everyone's full of caffeine. Coffee. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Two cups. So uh, I, like, I have uh, thoughts about that too. Oh. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> I thoughts about everything. You well, love it. And also, hate it we should guess. point out there was also some controversy with the ending of the show. I guess we can talk about it towards the end of the show, but yeah, I won't. I won't ruin that. We'll get to that later. So let's start at the beginning. 
uh, where we're at Winterfell, and as we come into the episode, we see Ser Jorah on the pyre, and Danny is crying. Oh, Theon's on the so pyre, sad. and Sansa puts a little Stark pin on him, and she's she crying. Puts her- Stark letter head opener. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that, yeah. <laughs> and there's just this like, massive oh, amount of, of bodies. We see Ghost, who's like lost an ear at this point. Uh, I didn't even notice until you told me that. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it was pretty rough. <laughs> and then uh, John's like eulogy. Down. <laughs> John's eulogy was, was... I don't have a giant TV. <laughs> John's eulogy was very good, and it included kind of sections of the Night's Watch uh, yeah. lingo. Uh, which was yeah. sort of, they set aside differences to fight together to die together so others might live, keeping memories alive for those who come after them and those who follow them. And then he said, "This." They were the shields that guarded the realms oh of men, and we shall never see their light again. Nice. That's it. So yes. now he, oh there's a God. few things that are of so interest fancy. here. I know production value it just went through the roof, people. <laughs> So nice. there's Dothraki lighting the Dothraki, right? Wildlings mm-hmm. lighting the wildlings. There was uh, Tormund was lighting the wildlings. The Unsullied, Damn. Grey Worms working on them. And then you see like Beric, Ed, Lyanna Mormont. We're seeing everybody die. They light it up. And there was this cool thing in the behind the scenes segment where they talked about how they just lit, like laid glass over it. So there was actually fire under Ser Jorah. Uh, oh, just didn't oh, I didn't watch Jesus. that. Yeah, very cool. I didn't see that one either. No, you I didn't wonder about that. Well, at this point, they're like forty minutes long. They're almost as long. I know. As yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. I mean, for for an, uh, an episode that had a lot of talking in it, I was like, I get it. I mean, but <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, I, blah blah. Yada, yada. I couldn't even get through the through the uh, like last week's one because it is forty minutes long and it's fascinating, but it's a whole other episode. It is a whole. I mean, I, I think when this the show's is, over. What's that? Watch them when the show's over. I, I feel like this is part of it, and like this is like another meta comment analysis. But I know HBO is worried about like I mean it's such a pirated show, yeah, um, the most pirated. That I, show, probably I think time. what they're doing now is that they're filling their their like they're creating additional content for all of their series. So it's like, well, I might as well just get HBO for twelve bucks, so they can watch all those little featurettes instead of having to go online and download every single little featurette. Yeah. I think the additional content is almost like kind of this kind of yeah, but they put it on YouTube at the same time. They put that on YouTube. Yeah, the yeah, whole the thing. Stuff has all been on YouTube as well. I'm like, wow, okay. They they don't. Oh, well, care. then forget it. Then they I honestly think they don't care. They, they've gotten such ratings for HBO, and they're the biggest thing in the history of that network. And I, I don't think they care anymore. I think HBO is more worried about what comes next. How do they get viewers back? Chernobyl. Yeah. Chernobyl. <laughs> oh, apparently that good. I haven't watched it. Yeah, I want to watch that. Barry's pretty good. Oh, Barry's about great. Barry's. Yeah, yeah, love Barry. Uh, anyway. Um, I wanted someone to look look at the people who are being burned and then look at all those surviving cast members and kind of say, hey, we did okay, you know? I mean, honestly, I mean, there's a lot of us still alive. and Half the Unsullied, half the Dothraki. We did pretty okay yeah, against see, that's yeah. the thing, and I want to get into that. Where, where did these Dothraki come from? Because they were we guarding they the were South. all gone. <laughs> right? There are a few. Didn't a few survive that initial? I, they said like, they went out there and the, all the flames went away. I didn't know if anybody survived. Anybody Maybe went back just, when the couple horses came back? I don't know. Okay. I'm just confused. Like about a couple of the Dothraki were pretty much wiped out. <laughs> well, they said half. They said half well, of their forces was are like left. half. Uh, every, uh, it's yeah. very convenient that 50% of everyone's army is gone. This is the, the, this is the Thanos of, uh, <laughs> yeah. of Game of Thrones. You know? <laughs> oh, well, there's, there's the Night King was Thanos. He snapped. Yeah, well, <laughs> I want a crossover. I want, I want where they go to like each other's universe and be yeah. like, dude, you blew it. I mean, come on. <laughs> 
I mean, the Night King versus the Avengers, I could totally see that. Yeah. Well, Thanos versus Game of Thrones? Officially Maybe. became super nerdy just now. Yeah. <laughs> as, as though it what wasn't if? already. <laughs> Alien versus Night King. <laughs> so we're getting into scene two now inside the hall. They're all celebrating after this very you know solemn moment. And Mike's favorite scene, I'm sure, because there's just nonstop talking between all the characters on the show. <laughs> I like this scene. He hates it. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so here's here's what I like about this is that like the first two the first two episodes were very very talky and it's you know whatever. Um, <laughs> It's all set. Well, I mean, it, it's prelude to something which ultimately didn't matter. I mean, it's like we're all going to die. We're all going to. Hey, we all lived. Great. The Night King is the Night King isn't that important. Great. Afterwards, <laughs> after this battle, it is this much earned sort of like, OK, we can all take a rest. We can all have a little victory. Yeah. It's like in a show that, that doesn't grant their characters victories. This was the one moment. This is the fan service moment where it's like, oh, like I I like the fireplace scene before the battle. I like the drinking scene. After the battle, like these, these were okay because they were earned. Okay, so okay, Kim, what's your <laughs> thoughts? I loved it. Yeah, me um, too. The, the whole so Jamie, Brian thing just didn't that's land right. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, that yeah. just seems so weird. And like, were people clamoring to see this? I don't understand. <laughs> some were. I, I mean, really? I've listened to a lot of podcasts, and some people called it out a long time ago. They're like, yeah, they're going to hook up. This, this is the season they're finally going to hook up. And you know, it, I never got that vibe between I them. In all the either. previous seasons, that there is some strong attraction between them. From her, definitely I mean, I, not from him, but certainly not from her. I mean, was like this very strong <clears throat> mutual respect and admiration yeah. for each other. And, yeah, but also there was this was bond cool. because he saved her a couple of times, and she saved him a yeah, couple of times. Yeah, exactly. This was bad. This was a bad idea. And it suddenly idea. turns into like she has this goofy crush on him and it's like, oh, okay. come on. So it, 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 it diminished her. But they did also have that scene yes. a couple episodes ago, right, where they established that Jamie had never been with anybody except for Cersei, right? Oh, yeah, he said that years ago, I think. Yeah. Well, I thought it wasn't that but, long ago. He was having a conversation with Tyrion, right? Or maybe maybe I'm mixing it all together. He just says, well, Cersei's so the only woman I've ever been with. Yeah. Who? I think he says you Cersei. Mean, yeah. Cersei. Cersei. Yes, yeah, Cersei's the only woman Jamie's ever been with. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so they should have just had like when when Jamie knighted Brienne. That's perfect. That is yeah, the perfect yeah. switch between the two. It yeah. is a respectful moment. One of them could have died. Brienne could have died then. That that was the best or torment or something like that. The next best thing that could have happened was is that. You have all this drinking. Tormund sees Jamie, has sees Brienne making eyes at Jamie, and he picks a fight with Jamie. And then you see the wildlings fighting against the, the, the you know the southerners, because that's what happens after a big battle. It's like, okay, what now? That's yeah. what I was. I thought, oh, this is going to happen, but instead they moved all these chess pieces off the board. Tormund just suddenly gets this this magical wench appears. Like, I'd like to make love to you, wildling. Like, oh, all right, sounds good. You know, like what? Where did you come from? Which makes no sense later on when he says the women up here, women down here, don't like us. Yeah, like it, you it, just it was, had a woman throw herself at you. <laughs> what are you talking about? It was such a wasted opportunity to show that, like, it, that all of these characters were bound together for a single cause, and what happens when that cause is done? Yeah. Wildlings don't like, you know, people from the south. You know, I mean, Tormund doesn't like Jamie. It, it, it's such a great moment, but instead right. they went for the fan servicey thing. I did not like I it. I did at all. appreciate how no. he said Jamie came up to the south. <laughs> Yeah. I said that. No, no, no. That uh, Tormund did. 
because he refers to the North as the South. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's a... It would have made more sense to have him, uh, Tormund, and Brienne hook up. I would have liked that better. Yeah, right. I <laughs> almost feel like right. that was going to be way Just too to fan too. Like... like, they set eh. that up so much. You know, when the wine flows, it's fine. I mean, like, if, if there's a drunken hookup, I would have preferred that because that yeah. has no that has no consequences. And that's one of those, like, oh, my God. And then then it could have been, like, Jamie and Brienne kind of look at each other and been like, it was never to be between the two of us, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, this well, should have been broadcast track a little bit. Let me bring us back on track because if the scene really starts with Gendry and the Hound and then Gendry getting up. Uh, and it's, it's super chilly at the head table. Looking That's for the first Arya. thing we see. Yeah, and Gendry's looking for Arya. Look, it's not about that. Of course it's about oh that, you twat. Of course. My favorite part. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, but he gets up from the table and Danny calls him out. Uh, mm-hmm. and Which she's done over several episodes now, including the previous couple weeks with Jamie. And there was one other one where she has to like assert herself in kind of a really nasty way. And then turn it around to be super happy on a dime. Like, I'm going to give you this castle and make you a official. You're now Robert Baratheon's <laughs> son. Thoughts? Yeah, she... I, didn't they mention that she <laughs> no. wanted to... <laughs> no, next. <laughs> she, wanted to, she wanted to break the solemn mood in the hall by giving the North people something that they would like. So right. But, it, but she recognized. did that by terrifying everyone first. <laughs> like, your father wanted everyone? to kill me. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it was. Yeah, uh, it, to me, it felt like it was two different moves, like one by the writers and one by Danny. One was Danny to assert control, it's like I gifted this to you. When even though everyone's kind of like, is she the queen? Is she not the queen? And then the second thing was, is that they needed to kind of solve this problem of Gendry is. He does have a claim to the throne. Let's just give him what is it? Storm's Edge. Storm's End. Um, yeah. Storm's end. Let's just let's give him that. And then he has a happy ending because really there are like three to four people there who have claim to the throne, depending on how you look at it. Right. You know, is it Baratheon's <laughs> bastard son? Is it Jon Snow? Is it Daenerys? This was kind of the soft landing for Gendry, who no one really was like, oh, I hope Gendry's on the throne. So, yeah. Um, yeah it's so that never was, occurred to me that he might <laughs> actually do anything about that. Yeah. Well, no, it, I mean, but like there, there were in early seasons, especially when Ned Stark was like he found out that Gendry was right. the bastard's son, and they're like they were making an effort to do that, and and, and Melisandre was like grabs, him yeah. I mean, there was King's blood, and there was a lot, there was a lot of effort put into that, and then again, there was just sort of like, well, you, you get to do this, and and he disappeared you know, he for com- three, four seasons. Yeah, they took him off the off the board just to kind of you know kind of cleanse the palate and make it either a, a Danny or John kind of thing. Yeah. Or really just a Danny thing for a long time. One of my favorite bits about this whole thing was as everybody's celebrating and she's giving the speech, they're all kind of very still. And if we were watching on a giant television so I could see it, but the hound never stops eating. He's just he's <laughs> chowing down as everybody else. Yep. He's like, screw everybody else. I'm just eating. <laughs> everyone's like, ah, yeah. Lord Gendry's like, yeah. munch, munch, munch. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Uh, it, and from a, a practical standpoint, I got to say that's a bold choice. You <laughs> will rarely see actors eat on on camera. Oh yeah, because you have to match that shot every yeah. single shot. And but I'm talking about like, this is like the wide shot too, where you see the entire hall. And if you just look yeah. really I know. closely, yeah. If you make that choice, I mean, yeah. that's why coffee cups don't have anything in them. That's why I mean, like it's like except for that Starbucks it is, cup. 
except for the Starbucks cup. But even that, like, it's, uh, you know, an opaque cup so you can pretend to drink. Um, if you if you eat, drink, or smoke on camera, it's it's going to be a thing. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. So then we move on to uh, Jamie and Brienne, the relationship we were just discussing, um, which... Uh, yeah, I, I, it's funny because we they set this up the other week where Brienne didn't want to drink because she needed to be sharp or whatever because they were mm-hmm. under attack. And now Jamie says, we fought dead things and left to talk about it. <laughs> if this isn't the time to drink, when is? Yeah. <laughs> so. And then she gets super goofy. She but does. high-pitched voice. <laughs> Like, well, what? I did appreciate when they start the drinking games. And the drinking games are still going, for the love of God. Uh, you know, Tyrion started that w- back yeah. in when our, our podcast was about when comedy Shay night. showed uh, up. Open mic night in Marine, uh, where <laughs> yeah. he, he was doing the tell me a joke and trying to get them uh-huh. to play a drinking game and all that sort of stuff. That's continued on for many seasons now. Yep. But the same uh, the same game, basically. Never have mm-hmm. I ever. Uh, anyway. Do we do we have any any other comments about this? Did Pod get to talk at all during this episode? He saw him <laughs> often. Yeah, he right had a couple edge. lines, I think. <laughs> but I'm not still waiting for Brienne to knight him. Knight I mean, when him. Tyrion has that awkward moment when he calls out Brienne for being a virgin, Pod drinks, <laughs> <laughs> which yes. was rather funny. <laughs> <laughs> and he does have a moment where he he catches the eye of a young lady. Uh, but yeah, no, no lines there. I don't think. Well, what what is his like? Why you know what is his story? I guess to be knighted, and then that's that's it. I mean, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it, well, it's it, we've got two episodes left. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, knight him, and then what? What else are we? What, oh, you know, you're, I mean, you're speculating what what happens in his story next. Yeah, we're like because it's obvious. Like this, this episode closed a lot of doors on some characters. Yeah. You know, either by death or by I'm going to the north. Yes. Like you know, just, you know our, our you know, goodbye, farewell, amen. Yeah. What, what's that? Oh, having, having a baby. baby. Yeah. 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 Our our Gilly. <laughs> we'll get there. Ugh. What Gilly. happened to her other baby? Yeah. yeah where Sam is Jr. that kid? <laughs> I know. It's like you're having She's a baby. She's always leaving him with someone. Where's your Where's they your left other him in the baby? Courtyard for the White Walkers to turn him, just like Rastas. <laughs> That's, that's the new Night King. Yeah. Well, baby Night King. All right, moving on. Yeah, so we get to Davos and Tyrion. And there, uh, Davos is kind of speculating as to uh, what, what the Lord of Light's, you know, method, madness is, whatever. Uh, the Lord of Light. We play his game from we fight his war and win. And then he fucks off. No signs, no blessings. To which Tyrion, right, you got to give uh, us some heads up when you play those clips, by the way. Sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> you got to give us some heads up when you play. You got, you got, you well, got. You could be reading along into with the document, but like, like Kim is. I am. <laughs> I don't. I don't have this document. Well, we, we, I, we intentionally we didn't you give it to you. <laughs> well, well, then how do I know? <laughs> That's the great irony. I love it. I hate it. I love it. That's our favorite part of this entire episode. <laughs> Surprise, Mike, with audio. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to hear those things. <laughs> Uh, so ta- uh, Davos and Tyrion talk about the death of Melisandre, and ty- uh, Tyrion speculates, thinking it wouldn't make Davos any happier if he knew. And Davos says, what if I'm not trying to be happy? And then uh, Tyrion says, well, then you're in luck. We defeated them, but we still have us to contend with, which is... Uh, <laughs> Everybody. I thought it was a good, good moment. survived. Yeah. I don't know. I think if I lived in that era, I'd probably be a Lord of Light follower, because he has some pretty... Well, yeah, <laughs> there's some, some pretty amazing things. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it does it does ask the larger questions of what is the Lord of Light doing now? Like, mm. like so he moved all these chess pieces around to defeat the Night King, and then now what? You know, I mean, shouldn't they all be like really impressed? I mean, shouldn't they be like, yeah, let's all pray so. to the Lord of Light? Yeah. <laughs> or is it the many faced God? Or is it the Drowned God? I mean, <laughs> who's got the stronger claim to the you know the the God Throne? Yeah. <laughs> is that the more interesting question? Much better. Oh, God. <laughs> Sound bite coming. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm yes, mixing it up. I'm not doing every sound bite on this list because we, we got a long way to go. And we're already like a half an hour into this thing. Uh, so we, we, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, so then we have Tyrion and Bran, which gets weirder and more interesting every week. Um, yeah. So, but uh, the, this is the interesting thing I was talking about that Bran says to Tyrion. Uh, Tyrion's admiring the wheelchair. He said it's even better than the saddle Tyrion designed for him. If you remember in season one, Tyrion like drew out and designed uh-huh. a little saddle for him after he uh, got crippled by being uh-huh. thrown out the window by Jamie. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing that Bran says, it's the same design that Darren Targaryen built for his crippled nephew 120 years ago. And my <laughs> wheels started turning. I'm like, ooh, okay, that's a very particular reference to Darren Targaryen. And I'm thinking, maybe is this an ancestor of uh, Tyrion that he doesn't know about? Possibly? Oh, I never thought of that. Well, if he is a Targaryen, that's a big speculation. he's just bouncing around in the past so much. We don't, we don't know. Hmm. Okay. What is Bran doing? What, what are, yeah, what, what is, I mean, he's just... Well, kind of, uh, he kind of almost talks about it. He, he's, uh, you know, Tyrion says that he's a lord of Winterfell. He says... Uh, he, he doesn't really well. <laughs> Thank you. Do you want sound bites? Here, here's a sound bite. <laughs> you don't want it. I don't really want anymore. So he says he doesn't really want anymore. Uh, Tyrion says, "I envy you," and uh, Bran says, uh, "Mostly I live in the past." So mostly he lives in the past, which that's the quote that got me. Is that mostly he lives in the past? Mostly. Maybe he was the Night King. <laughs> And maybe we're going to find something out about that, no? Thank you, Kim. <laughs> All right, is there some visual cue going on here that I'm not paying attention no, to? No, I, it's I, just I, an aliens reference. <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh, I missed Mostly it. live in the night. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. So, so, uh, what's well, no, your point about Bran? Yeah. What, what if he did get trapped in the Night King and he mostly he lives in the past or, or something like that where get there's something the more to Bran here that we don't know about? Well, I'd yeah. be okay with that if he if he's leading up to that that he's going to be. But then what? So so then so what? He, he, does he got to go back to the past to be the Night King and watch his own death? I mean, I is mean, it just a time loop that he's continually what? stuck what is in? This I don't know. You're talking about Bran is the Night King. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't well, tell the doctor pays theory. no attention to any speculation outside of I what happens not. on the show. <laughs> Bran is the Night King has been like a huge theory for like two years now. Jesus, say nothing. <laughs> and because they look very similar, they had a very similar way of dress. <laughs> It would make sense because similar. the, the one-eyed raven horns. had said to him, if you stay inside too long, you will get trapped. So people were like, oh, maybe he got in trapped the in the Night King. Oh, mm. people are fools. <laughs> Which would totally turn out to be right. <laughs> well, I, but, but when the Night King died, to me, that theory was kind of blown up with the Night King. Uh, mm. But maybe there's something more to it. I don't know. I, I, that that, that mm. whole statement from Bran made me very curious about what they're going to do with him in the next couple episodes. If they don't do anything, that's really stupid. 
You should have just parked him like right in front of the White Walkers or something like that because he was useless. He yeah, was but basically we just... found out what happened with the parking now because there's a shot of him and uh, you know the, the maester of central casting comes behind him and like wheels him around. So we know who who's parking him now. Finally, <laughs> like, the, like the, who who wheeled him out of there? It was like just some weird dude, right? Like, I mean, no, it's, like, it's who the was maester, that? the new maester from Winterfell who we've seen like two oh, three that times guy's now. Name. Maester, maester central Wallen casting or something like that. Yeah, Maester Blaster. <laughs> 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 it's an enormous man with a much smaller man on his shoulders. <laughs> so we finally Ooh, get to Winterfell. <laughs> <laughs> we finally get to John Tormund Sansa wildlings who are celebrating the victory. We have to celebrate <laughs> our victory. Vomiting is not celebrating. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's <laughs> so I, stupid. I, there's, there's only so much Tormund left. Yes, and, it is. I don't know if we lose him this episode, but. It was still pretty quality stuff from him. <laughs> well, yes. we, we are we are post peak torment. I yeah. mean, we you know we, <laughs> last two episodes ago we were we were the height of torment. We were all you know, team torment. This episode was the peak torment. <laughs> well, oh, shit I, I mean, my pants. <laughs> well, that was a pretty good one too. That's um, now which one of you cowards shit in my pants? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Jason. <laughs> And he didn't miss the oh. uh, the Jon Snow reference of being too short, which every yeah, episode another. has now. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Jason, stop. What are you doing? <laughs> How Jason's many short the, jokes? He's the clip king. No, we have to stop him. I'm going to warg into Jason and stop you him. You cannot. You must stab me right in the clip where I was created. <laughs> Someone uh, put an Apple remote into his chest one day and <laughs> Play back everything. <laughs> the clip was promised. <laughs> so then we get to more drinking games. Brienne is steamed at this point, which I loved. Wait, are we still Can doing we, this? Wait, this so is the whole. Uh, wait, is this the whole moment where they're talking about? Ah, ha, ha, he flew on a dragon. Yeah. She's well, like, well no, no, they get to that. There's a, it comes back to it. I mean, we okay. can just we can, we don't have to go as the episode goes. We can see up oh, ahead. But if you want to skip ahead, they yeah, that was I a big moment, right? Mm-hmm. When he starts talking about the dragon yes. riding and all every that. woman who's been <laughs> ignored for her actions has got pissed off. <laughs> like so, what? <laughs> Wait, which part is this? What? What's well, Tormund? God damn it! Tormund toasts <laughs> the dragon queen, right? To the dragon yeah. queen. Everybody goes ah, oh. and she says to Arya Stark, the hero of Winterfell. And then mm-hmm. John and Danny look at each other. Sansa gets pissed. She leaves. And then uh, they cut away. But when they come back, Tormund's going on and on about, I saw him riding that thing. Uh, and then, <laughs> what oh. kind of man rides a dragon? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then that's when Danny starts understanding exactly how much influence John has over everybody, including the wildlings, yeah. the north. And she starts getting He's that a- look in her eye. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, what is she expecting? I mean, she came over as a conqueror. She came over with a giant army with a bunch of dragons. She's just going to, like, lay the place to turn into oh, glass. Her dragons <laughs> save their lives multiple Well, yeah, uh, but, but, but that doesn't exactly mean, like, everyone has to. That uh, Arya makes later. Yeah, but, it, like, like when, when the, the U.S., you know, rolls into, like, Afghanistan or Iraq or something like that, I mean, yes, you've helped us, but that doesn't mean we have to love you. I mean, it's just like, right. thank you, but now you can go. That's exactly oh, you're the staying part forever? of Arya's statement later, where she's like, just because she came in with the dragons and saved us all doesn't mean we trust her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So it's, I mean, in, in some and they've ways, been laying that out I, since episode one, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the, the people look at her weird in the north, and she talks about it this episode too. Nobody really trusts her here, and I guess there's good mm-hmm. reason. Well, she's a conquering army, and and, and repurposed for a, a bigger battle. But now that that's been you know kind of swept away, it's like you're still here for the Iron Throne. Okay, I guess. I mean, I mean it's I mean like John bent the knee, but no one else did, right? You mm-hmm. know, theoretically. But um, they they set up well that she loses uh, Sir Jorah. She loses. I mean, she lost Drogo forever ago. But she she can't trust anybody anymore uh, as much as she trusted them. It's, and now she at the end of this episode, which we'll get to, she loses loses Masande. Who who can she trust anymore? I love in that scene also that uh, Varys was watching her, watching yes. everyone. Yeah. And, and as then she later walks on, out, he, he even he her. might turn on her. Oh, exciting. Well, it seems like he already has. I mean, we'll, we'll yeah. get to that, but yeah, it's. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's it's positioning for a weird, I mean, a weird turn for her. I mean, maybe it has always been there that like all Targaryens go crazy and burn places down. I mean, maybe it has been, I mean, because that's what her, her ancestor 300 years ago did, rolled in with one dragon. And basically, you know, in like 2,000 men and, and took over all of Westeros. That's, that's how the Targaryens came into, into prominence in Westeros 300 years ago. They just rolled in one dragon. We win. But, I mean, it, after seven seasons of her being this, this character where he was the hero, now it's like, are we kind of getting kind of a, a villain turn on her? Is she going to go mad? Is she going to get, you know? I think they're setting it up very clearly that she's <laughs> next week, already Next heading week she's going to go madness. nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're kind but of like, setting but, up a conflict between her and John, I think, ultimately. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Is it is it earned after seven seasons? I mean, like, sure. has, have the... Yeah. It, it, I asked that question of myself earlier that, after watching the episode, and I think it is with, like, a caveat. It, because they did... I mean, there's been se- many episodes where they were like, she's not her father, but then they kind of like give each other side eye, like, she's ready to, like, burn everybody alive. Yeah. Right? I mean... No. Yeah, yeah. Like when she was in Marine and all that, she wanted to kill all the masters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I it, as long as it's. I mean, if she goes mad and she's like, "I'm just going to burn everything down." I mean, that's. I, I don't know if I agree with that. If she's just like, "I'm back to form and I'm just going to burn everyone who's in my way," maybe I can see that a little better. But right now, everyone's kind of like looking like, "Oh, she's going to go rogue. She's going to go crazy." If she goes crazy, I don't buy into that. If she goes like, "I'm the queen," maybe I buy into that. But she she did that this week, right? I mean, with John and that scene, which we're going to get to. I, and why don't we just skip around? Um, that uh, with the scene with John, she lays out for him what he has to do to make this work, which is lie, <laughs> keep this a right. secret, swear everybody to secrecy, don't tell anybody. But they're setting up a conflict where now she's going to go in next week, maybe burn everybody in the whole town because she's pissed. And John is maybe going to have to step in and say, "These are innocent people. You can't just kill them all." And then there maybe that starts the conflict. Yeah. Now, should John have kept that secret? I mean, that's this is the big question. Yeah. I mean, is he? He's such a Boy Scout. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I wish he had. Well, of course, he's not going to. But it yeah. would have been nice if he had. Does he? I mean, he doesn't want to be a king. That's the thing. He has no desire to be king of of Westeros, right? I mean, he's mm-hmm. yeah. his job is done. Soundbite. You are my queen. Nothing will change that. <laughs> and they're my family. Oh. Yeah. We can live together. <laughs> <laughs> Oi! Here we go. 
<laughs> I've just told you how. Crackle, 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 crackle. crackle. I've just told you how. Uh, it's like, yeah. Mm, uh, you do it in my way or the highway. So if, I mean, so Daenerys' plan is sound. Like, don't say anything. Two people know about this in the entire world, like four. Yeah. You know, well, it's sound four of us to know. protect her ascension to the throne, which is what she's been working for. And what Varys talks about later, and he says, the, all the, the mad people that he's worked for, the tyrants, they all believed in destiny, that it was their mm-hmm. destiny to do this. And she yeah. believes in destiny. And Tyrion says, well, yeah, well, she walked into fire with two rocks and came out with dragons. Hard maybe not to believe in destiny if that happens to you. Exactly. And in, in, in a world where there is destiny, where there is like people have flaming swords who come back from the dead, I can buy into destiny. Not to mention her track record. I mean, she has gone all through Essos. She has defeated evil ostensibly with these slave owners and created free cities. And I mean, so it's not like, I mean, her track record is strong. She has all of Essos. She can unite the entire world. All John has to do is not say anything, <laughs> but and then co-rule with her. You right. know, I mean, mm-hmm. but but we're yeah. also considering. I mean, yes, that would screw up the storyline that we've kind of set up for ourselves. That she's going to ascend to the throne. But what if she's crazy? <laughs> if she's if she is crazy, there's a possibility that John's doing the right thing here and telling people. But but she's never been over seven seasons. She's been nothing but a. a an intelligent, compassionate, calculating mm. person. Mm, I don't know about that. I, having well, just I watched mean, this entire series recently, I, I don't know about that. She's got a nasty power streak, too. She did, like, in Marine when she brought those lords down into the dragon yeah. <laughs> cavern and burned one of them yeah. up just, yeah. just to make a point. <laughs> so, so she definitely has that streak of cruelty. And well, so yeah, far, so but I she's mean, always had advisors to kind of step in. Like Jorah, Tyrion, all these people kind of stepping in and saying, hey, you can't do that. And she's like, why not? And they kind of win her over. But if she doesn't have that anymore, she doesn't trust anyone, and she's just left to her own devices, maybe no, that's the this, final straw. I also remembered uh, Olena's advice during this episode where she said, be a dragon. Well, I'm like, oh, mm. maybe she's going to go nuts and do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're, you're probably right, Doctor. And again, if we'd had a whole season post-Night King where it's like, were, were they all sitting around and she's saying, you know, I've tried this, I've tried this, I've tried this. And I know we've done this, but like like her trying stuff was like, we've got to get Cersei on board to fight the Night King. And it's not working. But if we had a whole season of her saying, you know what, this isn't working. We're going to try my way. I think it would have bonded a little more. It just feels a little rushed. That's I, Maybe that's my only my only qualification on this. It just feels rushed. Is she going to go insane? Is she going to go back to – if she goes insane, I don't buy it. If she goes like, hey, I'm a hard ass – you will bend the knee, that I can buy into. I can see her going insane, but not thinking that she's being insane. It's like, this is the only thing I could possibly do, but we'll kill everybody. It's the only solution. <laughs> see, thinking, what? That makes sense. <laughs> but we've never seen that from her. We've never seen any tendencies in like eight seasons of her yeah. like having any sort of like mental illness. No, yeah. we, we have, saying, though. We have seen happen, evidence I of that. We definitely have. won't think she's crazy. I mean, but like, they, like, they will, the advisors have discussed it in private and been like, is she her father here? I mean, this is kind of weird. Yeah, but like it's like it's been discussed, yeah. but it's never been exemplified. Like like Joffrey yeah. Baratheon, like or Joffrey, yeah, Baratheon or Lannister. I mean, we saw that. It's like, oh my god, he is cruel and sadistic. Yeah, but that's a very kind of black and white, very obvious thing. This is a more nuanced kind of. Is she, you know, kind of slipping into madness? Hmm. I, I mean, I. I, can't. I, I 
would be shocked if they did that. Then, then again, uh, I, I would not be shocked. I mean, look at the way they together. set it up this week. The way they like her. I don't know how I they mean, did this with her really peoples, but insane. But she, she had these, this look in her eye, like Gollum with the ring, when she's talking to John about you. You have to do this for me. Yeah, I, and that's again, it's fine, but it's to turn this character who we've who we've been rooting for for seven seasons into someone suddenly we're rooting against. It just feels flimsy. It just feels like I haven't seen you know. I mean, to borrow from another another um, podcast um, that talks about this, that they haven't done the work on it. They haven't like I, I mean, you 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 watched it again, Jason. You said you've seen it kind of yeah. seated lightly in there, but all I've seen is someone who's driven to her goal and is willing to do cruel things, but not mm-hmm. insane things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I so, think that's that's fair. So if she does cruel things, if she's like, you know what, John, you know what, Tyrion, fuck it, I'm going to go roll in there with my dragon and burn everything. It's like, got it. Okay, I'm all bo- I'm bored with that. If she's like, I'm going to I'm going to burn all of Westeros down. Then well, that's that's a different all of story. Westeros, but at least King's Landing and all the innocent people that Cersei's kind of put in the building now. I think she's just right. going to be like, screw it. I'm taking them all out. because their plan this week. We can skip ahead to that. Their plan makes zero sense. Who's it not? Like, let's let's starve them out, and then they're going to hate Cersei, and, and they will realize. And also, yeah. the second part of the plan, where Danny's like, uh, agrees to go talk to Cersei, which is the dumbest thing ever. What point is that going to make? Except we tried everything we could, and the people will see this. No, they won't. They don't care. Another- they they want to take care of their kids and eat and all that kind of stuff. Well, it's like Tyrion theorizes that people turned on Joffrey when they were hungry, so when they're all all starving they're going right. to turn on whoever the monarch is but he's assuming it's another blame TV Cersei solution for it and and not blame yeah. Danny even though they're going to use a dragon to keep food from coming in well if people hate her already that's the idea yeah well i don't know i think it's a ridiculous plan it's yeah and it, <laughs> it, it's it's another bad tv plan and just like like the battle of winter ba- battle of winterfell was a terrible plan um <laughs> And 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 shipping Jamie and Brienne is is a TV plan, you know. It's like I, oh, but I everyone- would put the Battle of Winterfell. I think that's a much better plan than what they did the previous season, going to talk to Cersei and show her a White Walker and going to grab a White Walker to prove to her that this was real. Yes, that that's what this plan another, another, seems. It seems on par. Anytime you, and they keep hammering this home too with Tyrion. You trust her. What are you a moron? <laughs> yeah, he kind of is now. I mean, yeah. he, for the past yeah. two seasons, every single one of his plans has been yeah, all terrible. His advice is terrible. <laughs> yeah, every single time. And I mean, not to like, well, let's just jump ahead. I mean, he's there, standing there, and Cersei, Cersei has all these giant crossbows built by Kyburn. And there's point, the dragon, probably within range. <laughs> probably within range, but certainly Daenerys and John and and her brother completely in range. Yeah. Kill them. I mean, I'm sorry, yeah, but like, seriously, like, that's why. It makes no Why do they bring the dragon with like 50 people to stand there? It just makes no I sense. Mm. Such well, a bad. Just unleash the dragon right there on Cersei. Well, because they have the, <laughs> the uh, um, scorpions all along the wall. <laughs> so dumb. I, <laughs> she I just, flew the dragon straight at the scorpions earlier. Yes. Maybe she is nuts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think they're all nuts. I think everyone there in that everyone in that that's why Euron was the smartest person there because he he killed a dragon, he put a baby in Cersei's belly at least to his my knowledge. Put a prince in your belly, baby in your belly. Where's that clip, Jason? Play that clip last week. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want all Euron clips. Of course. But but it is it was 
again, Cersei has this, she has the person that she wants to kill. She sends Bronn to kill him. She has well, her two thing. biggest enemies within range of these guys with like 50 Unsullied and a dragon who, sh- who she knows she can kill. Right. The dragon is keeping a fair distance. Right. Why aren't you killing? It, 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 terrible, terrible. It's all TV stuff. But And then... And I, I can see why... Uh, Tyrion maybe is committed to this plan like he was before talking to Cersei and people are like, what are you, crazy? Because I think ultimately he wants to save her baby. He doesn't really even care that much about her. He just feels like... Tyrion wants to save Cersei's baby? Yes. Because he he made that point to her in private when he found out that she was pregnant and he he was pouring her wine. Um, And he makes the point later on too about she she's not totally crazy she's going to try and save her baby and when he stood in front that's exactly what he said i know you're not a monster and i know you care about your children more than you care about yourself or jamie and so he's kind of pleading for her baby more than anything because that's his innocent family (laughs) no i think that he cares about her baby that much he cares about saving all the thousands and thousands of lives. Or well, I think both, but I mean, I, either way, it's such a horribly constructed plan. And then putting, you know, your, your, your queen and your king and like in scorpion range. Yeah. Um, and then, and then Cersei doesn't follow through on it. Like uh, just a, everybody was dumb in that when scene. You mean that was a dumb through, scene. You mean when she was holding up the when hand and going to shoot arrows at him? Yes. And shoot those scorpions at those guys. I mean, <laughs> if you kill, if you kill Daenerys and, and John, Sorry, I, mean, I, I ended I'm the keep... show a couple weeks early, guys. <laughs> Fire! Well, well, yes. I mean, like, why wouldn't they do that? I mean, why in a show that like never hesitated to go to those dark places, and right. you have like you know these people idiotically standing in like, first of all, like like what is King's Landing? It's like this weird like dead spot, you know. It's like like the weird sandy desert, and then like the walls. I mean, they're completely exposed. You know, great, great for shooting a crossbow at, you know, a giant <laughs> scorpion. Anyway, I just that, that whole scene just just bothered me. It did. Cersei it did. is who, who is who has been the ultimate schemer. Her plan is terrible. Let them come. Let them come and attack us. Really? I mean, it's I kind hope of she like some- uh, Ramsey. She provokes <laughs> with that very deliberate execution, knowing that she's going to lose her shit. Bring yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe. I mean, maybe she has a, a, a second plan. I hope she's got something up with Kyburn and the and the yeah. dead or something like that. Or I mean, Ooh, Kyburn, damn well, him. Yeah, Kyburn. <laughs> <laughs> if I could play a Kyburn clip real quick. I don't want to see the city burn. I don't want to hear the screams of children burning alive. No, it is not a pleasant sound. <laughs> God, it sounds so evil. He's just the creepiest. Uh, Your grace, may, may I keep this? <laughs> well, he did keep the hand, didn't he? He did keep he the. Did. Uh, he didn't keep literal... the White Walker hand, though. I don't think it was a different well, hand, right? What hand did he keep? I was trying to figure that out in my oh, mind. I think he kept the White Walker. I think he kept it. He kept the White like Walker. My... Hand? Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, my my like hail mary hope is that, uh, or my Lord of Light hope is that. <laughs> Somehow he's learned how to breed White Walkers, yeah. you know, yeah. mix them and has like an army of undead. Because that's the only thing that'd be interesting, you know, like, otherwise it's just going to be a bunch of goofballs fighting each other who've made dumb choices up but to the point. But that's what you like. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when they do smart things. This was a dumb thing. Kyburn's smart. Kyburn's a smart guy. 
he fixed that. He fixed those scorpions, and now they're suit like they're like guided somehow. They've got so like when they when they shot down Rhaegal, I wish she, she had flown Drogon around from the back of those freaking ships and blown yeah. them up from the back. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they could have well, pivoted around. We've skipped around a lot, and we got to cover a lot in the last few minutes here because I think I know we have to uh, release some of our our comrades here. Um, uh, we Set we didn't talk fire. about. Uh, uh, well, I, I'm I'm so focused on uh, Chernobyl that I, uh, comrades came out. Um, oh. The, the uh, Jamie Brienne sex scene. We didn't talk about that. Jeez. Yes. <laughs> okay. Wait, why we are we going back to that? That's 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 a non-starter. Because it sucks. <laughs> so fan servicey, and then she runs back to him like, "Please don't oh, go! God, I love yes. you." Oh, <laughs> well, but that's significant, though, right? I mean, that woman. scene at the end was oh. was more significant because we've set him up as this redeemable character for how many seasons now? After he's done evil, horrible things, and then he basically says, "Nope, I'm evil. See you later." <laughs> Unless well, I don't there's know if he's more evil. to what he's doing, I think he's going back to kill Cersei. Well, that that would be my thought too, but. Even so, I don't I don't see it ending well for him. I mean, no. you know, it's again all these people in Winterfell got all this these little tastes of happiness, and then most of them walked away from it. You right, know, Arya, the Hound, mm-hmm. um, Jamie, they, they all walked away, which is fine. That's what you got to do. Um, Tormund seems to be getting a good ending. He's going to go back, you know, to the north, unless he has to come back. I mean, who knows? We never know what happens in this show. <laughs> you can never close off the north. Well, that's the end of that. Close off the I just, you know, like build the he's wall behind you. Now. <laughs> yeah, he's got a dog now. Yeah, he's got Well, yeah, John just gives up ghosts. Like, oh, my God, him. that totally broke my heart. <laughs> yeah. but, so but he doesn't sad. even say goodbye. He just, like, looks at him and walks away. Well, later. Yeah. The internet is so upset by that. He didn't pet I his dog before. Later, you, know. you fleabag. <laughs> <laughs> Never liked that dog anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think of the whole Jamie and Brienne thing, there was one important question that was not answered. What's she like down there? Oh, <laughs> you and your kind of. I'm the imp. You boys are a pair of gold-plated cunts. Do you know that? That's a bit rude. Uh, <laughs> this was a weird. Scene. It's interesting, but again, it was like. Bronn was in such an, uh, a fun place. I mean, I, th- I felt like his arc had been satisfied. And now he's yeah. kind of walking it back like, oh, I'm always going to turn against people. Ha ha, that's who I am. And I'm kind of interested to see what happens. I think they definitely the, go through the this groundwork for that dead. previous seasons. Right, Doctor? You think they did lay the groundwork? Oh, yeah. That he. Oh, yeah, I think so. He'll do anything. For yeah. Him. I, I, uh, I guess, but I mean... So he just kind of traded in for Highgarden. I mean, that was his thing. Like, I won't well, kill you uh-huh. in exchange for Highgarden. Money. But then, like, why is that scene there? What, what was what were we doing with all that whole subplot just to see where Bond ended up? You no, know, he's, I think they kind of had to wrap up because he's out he's there and going to kill them. Right? Floating I mean, out there, yeah, yeah. But but I mean, like, why? I mean, like, who cares about that? I mean, I mean, that subplot. So Kyburn comes up to Bronn and says, "Hey, take this crossbow and kill them." Yeah. And then Bronn says, "I'll do it unless you give me this money, or unless you give me Highgarden." Okay, we'll do that. All right. No. Goodbye forever. Like, no, it wasn't High Garden. It was just a, a load of cash, right? That was in the wagons a, of gold, a, a loot crate outside or whatever. I thought they gave him High Garden. I thought like they were like well, they were giving oh, they did him. In this Tyrion episode. promised him High Garden. Yeah, if, it was double, double what he got. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, High so Garden like, like was, was double. Yeah. River Run. What, I mean, River Run. Right, right, right. Like, if we didn't see him in those two sequences, would would anything have changed with like Bronn? I mean, like, what is his arc? I mean. He just gets a bigger castle now. No, I mean, I don't know. In, in my mind, I was always like, when push came to shove, I didn't think Bronn would actually do it. Yeah. But 
he's capable of it. And this show, more moreover than that, this show has proven to us again and again, it does not care about the people we care about. <laughs> and they'll just get rid of them if need be. And I thought but, when Jamie's like, oh, I'm staying behind with Brienne, I leaned over to the person next to me. And I was like, oh, he's a goner. I mean, if he stays <laughs> in Winterfell, he's dead. I mean, there's no question. Like, that either Bronn is going to get him that. or something I'm else is going to I'm going to hang back. Yeah. Like, really? It was so, <laughs> well, that is, oh, such a weird thing. But but in this instant with Braun, I mean, he did like there was no uncomfortable ending for any of those three. I mean, it right. was set up as though it's like kill one of them. It's like, oh, no, he's in, he's in play. And then he's suddenly, you know, no longer in play, you know, through two scenes. I mean, maybe Shut that comes your back. mouth. <laughs> oh, that was for uh, you, Mike. Shut yes, your I know, yeah. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. I won't be silenced. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know what that scene got us. I don't know what it, where it, I mean. You mean not only that scene, but the previous scene where he gets the crossbow and everything, right? That whole subplot, I guess I don't understand. I mean, if it comes back, if in some way Bronn shows up again in King's Landing and shoots Cersei or, I mean, did he leave the crossbow? I don't no, remember. he, did he But I, I think he there's a high, the very high chance that Bronn does come back. Um, but I think the only thing it established was that Cersei wanted the brother's dead for sure. Okay. Right? I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I guess I think it's I, just a cool other thing to have out there in the world. This extra threat to them. I guess. I mean, it just, but it, but again, there was no tension to it. He just kind of walks in and, you know, like shoots a crossbow and said like, I can do it again and give me high garden. And okay. Anyway, I, it's a quibble. We can well, move on. Like the the high garden thing is kind of significant houses. too. I mean, maybe the doctor knows Sorry. about this too, but I mean, high garden is like, a really significant castle. It's where they have all the food stores yeah. and grains and everything. Yeah, it's like the most you know desirable place to be in all of Westeros, basically. Yeah. When I liked yeah. uh, Bronn's little speech about how these great houses got started with cutthroats. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, well, that's true. That's kind of yeah. true. Yeah, maybe that you know maybe that does like lay a track for something. But uh, yeah. I don't know. It, you know, we didn't talk about Gendry's proposal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that also seemed a little goofy, yeah. <laughs> but okay. But uh, sincere, though, right? I mean, he yeah. would do that. I suppose. And she would yeah. definitely deny because yeah, that's completely in character with season one through now. It's like, I'm not yeah. a lady. I guess we've exhausted everything we have to say about that. Well, it, it's it's tying off his plot line again. You know, I mean, he he is very happy not being the king. He is very happy just going off and being a lord in a castle. And, and he wants to have a queen. And and it sort of solidifies Arya's path. So but I don't think we're going to be seeing Gendry anymore. So right. unless he shows up for the battle or something or. Um, yep. What else is left? What haven't we? Hit? Uh, oh, well, there's the, the moment where Sansa tells Tyrion. Well, she, we assume she tells Tyrion, and then he knows, so he, I guess she did. Yeah. Blabbermouth Sansa, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, God. It might be a survivor as soon as people find an immunity idol. The first thing they do is blab. Yeah. <laughs> you never tell anyone you have an immunity Stop idol. telling everybody. You <laughs> never tell anyone you're a Targaryen. That's, those are just simple <laughs> rules, you know? <laughs> it doesn't end well. Jeez. I have an immunity Targaryen. <laughs> Um, um, and then we got uh, the goodbyes we talked about. Uh, oh, and then we get to the big... Uh, we talked about Euron shooting the dragon. Uh, we talked about sort of the end. Uh, we didn't talk about Dragonstone, though. There was a couple interesting things, and I had a quibble about this. 
when you're on attacks and they're all getting shot up by the scorpions and everything, and Tyrion jumps ship and they're swimming to shore, Dragonstone. How do they know Missande is valuable? They saw her at the dragon pit at the end of season seven when they had that big oh, meeting. Oh, good call, Doctor. Because I was like, yeah. were they on, you know, they saw her on the news? I mean, how do they know to grab her and bring her? But you're right. You're absolutely right. She was there. At, She's uh, the only well, woman of color in the yeah, entire well, world. That's <laughs> right, right, yes. Also Get a controversy her. this week that people were very upset that they killed off the... Uh, only woman of color. Only woman of color. Yeah, I know. Well, like, yeah. like in a show where everyone dies. It's, yeah, but it, it's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> but it the is character. another dumb. F- well, go ahead. Yeah. Kim, Other than just being her, her uh, Daenerys's pal. She wasn't really serving much purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. Yeah, everyone speaks, you know, Westeros there. So yeah. she's kind of yeah. kind of hanging out. I mean, well, also, uh, another speaks all those languages really well. So yeah. Yeah. But also, like another Cersei problem is that like. She should have kept her. I mean, and I, and I read this someplace else. That that's a hostage. You keep her in the Red Keep and say, like, hey man, if you want to come and come, you know, I I've got your your right hand woman here. You know, you're if you're gonna you know rain fire down here, you're gonna kill her. You know, I mean, instead she just like it's like this pointless thing of like I'm gonna cut off her head and throw her down there just to like piss you off. Yeah. I mean, why keep mm-hmm. her in the first place just to like make a point? I, I don't. It, well, because she had her. Wasn't that why they came to the gates? I mean, was it? I thought it was just to was do it? the peace offering. And so I thought it was no, like to, was, to oh. well, no, it was to ask for the unconditional surrender. surrender right, say, right, like, yeah. yeah. And then, Having and then her the, there was extra. Yeah, it was extra. Go, I think I like to me, it would be more interesting in saying like, she's going to be in the red keep right next to me. If you're going to, you know, bring yeah. your dragon, you better be ready. Cause she, yeah. she could be, yeah. but, but they didn't. So <laughs> and they didn't shoot the dragon. It was right there. <laughs> right there. Just shoot the dragon. And the dragon didn't burn her up when she was right there. Also, two more things about the dragons. She saw at the beginning of the episode that Viserion had holes in his wings and is having trouble flying. And then she has this goofy smile on her face like, oh, he can still do it. And like, and Sansa made the point, hey, let everybody rest up. What about the dragons? Let them rest up. Eat <laughs> yeah. some stuff. For crying out loud. Yeah, that was... Well, reckless, I think. Not to no, mention, I'm, no you've one already had rest. a dragon get Move. killed. Why fly them together, <laughs> right next know. to each other? She should have stayed in Easteros. Everyone would still be alive. <laughs> <laughs> She'd have three dragons. Good point. Yes. Well, it, in some ways, it is a, 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 quite the um, quite quite the vote for science over magic and over the old ways. Because I mean, we have Kyburn with his scorpions, and we have Valerian Steel stopping two of the most powerful threats, dragons and the Night King. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like, in no way, I mean, are these, I mean, it's 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 a knife and a, you know, and a pointy stick. Yeah. Um, so, in some ways, it is, like, hopefully, I mean, in some ways, Kyburn should sit on the Iron Throne, because he's the only person <laughs> advancing the principles of science. He's the only <laughs> one who, who questions things and says, hey, no, the Lord of Light will take care of things. No, I'm going to build all these big ass, you know, bow and arrow shit that's going to shoot down these dragons. <laughs> so he's, I mean, he's, what's that? Go ahead. Go on. Go on. Nothing. There's nothing <laughs> okay. to be said. Nothing left to I'm say. Saying, did we talk about the, uh, Tyr- uh, yeah, Tyrion and Viserys? <laughs> Tyrion and Varys. Varys. <laughs> that was, in some ways, like one of the most interesting scenes in the entire yeah. thing. Well, first of all, because yeah. Varys is veering off, but also they're the voices of the audience, don't you think? Yeah. Like, who are we going to follow now? There's yeah. sort of the Greek chorus of expressing the doubts, and also uh, they made a pretty good point 
uh, uh, someone did, and I'm blanking as I'm looking at my notes here. Uh, but, well, Tyrion talks about getting them married again, which he talked about before. And Varys mm-hmm. said, well, she's too strong for him, and he would bend to her will. She already did that, which is totally yeah. true. Um, yeah, I, I, I think they're speaking for us when they're like, this is not going to work. And so interesting, though, to hear Varys saying, hmm, maybe she's not the one. Right. Whoa. Yeah. Well, uh, now what work I found to most interesting her? was towards the end of the scene um, when uh, I think it's Tyrion that says, so what happens to her? And he pauses. And he's looking at, at uh, Varys and says, please don't. And I'm thinking, what is Varys going to oh, take was her great. out? <clears throat> I think that was also a reference to when he was on trial. Remember when Shay appears? And he looks at her. Please don't. Oh, I, oh, good callback, Doctor. I didn't consider um, that. Yeah. Oh, very good. Don't what? Please don't work to kill her now. Oh my, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, Remove her that way. I mean, in some ways, Varys is the person who's looking out the most for Westeros, right? Because all mm-hmm. he cares about is it's is the realm. The, is no. the realm, and and in some ways, that's what the show has been about. It is about the throne, but in fact, we care about the realm as a whole now. You know, and there was, seen every there was one more thing a great point Varys made. Yes, because he's a man. Cocks are important, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, cocks are important. Um, <laughs> Especially to Varys. <laughs> this is, well, he's, he's had a lot of time to consider it. And, yeah. um, and now that we're down to Theon... You know, I mean, you know, it's it's. Um, oh, we still have Grey Worm, um, <laughs> yeah. But we're down <laughs> to two cockless, yeah, uh, <laughs> men. Um, but on. but I mean, th- those two guys—they are interesting because they are the guys who are talking about the reconstruction. You know, the reconstruction of Westeros. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. post-war. Who? Mm-hmm. They're the smart people, and and actually by bringing in, you know, by blabbing, you know, that John is a Targaryen. It does. It does bring the intrigue in again because it is like it is very black and white hat now. It's like we are good. Cersei is bad. Let's go fight. But now it's like, well, wait Damn. a minute. Should we really fight? Everyone has to pick a side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we we so get, that, oh interesting thing. Another thing from the behind the scenes that you guys didn't watch the the scene where Missande um, is on that big tall bridge mm-hmm. with everybody that little platform. They actually shot it two different ways. Because they, sh- they did build that entire platform and had everybody standing up there, but because they didn't want people to get the spoiler that it was her getting killed, they left her out and CGI'd her back in for all the wide shots, uh, oh which is weird. crazy. Man. Yeah. That whole, that whole sequence, like, from a CG standpoint, just from a green screeny standpoint, there's some... Like my, my wife, she's like, that looks fake. Like even like when <laughs> like Kyburn and, and um, Tyrion were talking, there was just like an air of like... This feels a little rushed as far as, you know, like the, the, the effects or something. So yeah. she, she kind of keyed off of that. Yeah. Um, a very, I, very Avengers I kind of spoiler. I was watching. I, I certainly didn't catch that she was not there with them. But they did, they did two different ways. I mean, they shot it up there without her. They shot, a, a, you know, the platform close up where you couldn't tell how high they were with her there. So, I mean, that was an, a oh. good substitute mm. to kind of trick people. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's fine. I, mean, I guess that's you know. So now, didn't didn't Weiss <laughs> did Weiss in the thing say Misande or something like that? Like, oh, I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I swear, like I was losing my mind. It was like the you know Mandela effect with him. It's like, are you writing for this show? Do you know what's going on in this show? I mean, 
He's like, Cersei and Missandei. And like, oh, my God. Um, yeah. Where where are you from? Um, well, so, uh, you foreigner. Cersei asks. If you have any last words, now is the time. And of course, Missandei replies. Dracarys. <laughs> yeah. I totally was expecting Falamogulus. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought, too. Dracarys. I'm happy she said Dracarys. Well, hey, in the last episode, sir, go, uh, ahead. Uh, go ahead. Well, Not, when they said uh, Valar Magulus, and then someone said Valar uh, Doheris. So, Doheris. What, what does that mean? I, I don't know. I mean, all men all, must serve. All men must serve, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Come That's on, fine. Mike. Have you watched this show? Come on. You need a Misande to translate for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I, what you need a Bravosian coin with Misande on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. I don't know. So I like that uh, Gilly has her uh, northern style hairdo. That's all I'm going <laughs> to oh, <laughs> Big addition. And I guess there was a reason why she was looking a little more uh, plump this season. Oh, okay. Is she yeah. really pregnant? Oh. Uh, maybe, possibly. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Well, it, it, it's the, of course, the they happy shot endings this, like, for two years ago. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> like Sam and Tormund have, have happy endings because they're like delightful characters. And in this kind of post R.R. Martin like narrative, these people are going to get happy endings. We're yeah. going to we're going to start working towards the happy ending narratives, um, but uh, I don't know. I, mean, I think if there's happy endings at the end of this, people are going to be really disappointed. There's got to be some <laughs> sacrifices and some carnage before the next. Well, probably. I mean, episodes. but it might be people that we expect and hope for. Just as Littlefinger got like kind of cut down at the end of season seven, it's like, yeah, you deserve that. And there's been a little bit of a vacuum of like, okay, who's bringing the chaos now? And this season, it's like, well, I guess it's Euron. Is it Cersei? I mean, there's, there Euron. was those. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, there's, there's no. We we miss the schemers, and this episode at least brought back some schemers. Mm-hmm. Even though they're scheming for good, boy, I, I like having Littlefinger right now, knowing that like John was a Targaryen. This last season would have been electric because he would have been working behind the scenes. Um, Doctor, did you have the over-under on uh, how long it was going to take for Mike to lament the fact that Littlefinger's not in the show anymore? Oh, I, oh damn, I, we should have mentioned that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, we don't need him anymore. <laughs> There's plenty of other stuff It's only stuff been to worry about. three, four straight episodes that you've mentioned it, Mike. <laughs> I, I, it, is, it is a mistake they've made. I, uh, I will continue to advocate that, <laughs> although right. they've, they started slowly rectifying, so Varys is now starting to get into that. Le- I, I think he's going to lose his head either this the next Varys? episode of the following so? Varys, yeah, I think so because he's, oh. he's well, he did kind he, of uh, Tyrion kind of called him out on his you know I'm doing this all for the realm. Everything I'm doing is for the realm. Yeah. That's who I'm loyal to, and uh, Tyrion kind of called him out on it. Protecting the people that get that get crushed under all the right machinations. But when she starts burning down King's Landing, oh oh my god, yeah, yeah. oh. I'm still holding out as as we're wrapping up here because um, we're wrapping up here. Um, I'm still holding out that Tyrion might still sit on the Iron Throne. It's I'm still definitely possible. Yeah, I, I looked at a map of this weird interactive map of Westeros and Essos, and you can actually track where everyone has been hmm. through all the books. Like it like has like this little oh, like line tracker, hmm. and Tyrion has has traveled the most, um, <laughs> even more than than Danny. I mean, I mean because he's been. He's been north of the wall. You know, he's been to Essos. He's been everywhere. In a crate, uh, pushing poop out of holes. In a, in a crate, <laughs> pushing poop out, yeah. He went north of the wall. He went to the wall and peed off it. Well, he, he, yeah, he went to the wall, yes. But he's been His to the wall. His pee was north of the wall. 
yes, yes. <laughs> Parts of him have been north of the wall, but he he has definitely been everywhere. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise um, me if he ended up on the throne. But but isn't this his story in some ways? I mean, I know we've talked about this, but like John doesn't want the throne. <laughs> Daenerys, like for her happy ending, we'll go back to Assos. I can see that being a happy landing for her because like that's where she can rule. She's yeah, you know she can she continue to, to keep slavery down. <laughs> yeah, it, John maybe like he goes back to the north because he he lamented about that. Um, you know, goes back north. Of the world. Uh, I think I one of them has got to die. They can't see. have the world go on with both of them there. <laughs> yeah, I just don't see. Danny is either on the throne or she's dead. Yeah. I don't think she is going to. There's there's no in between. She's not going back to a dragon too. I can't imagine a dragon without her. Yeah. Well, Unless I don't know. It's, I mean, uh, John's dragon. <laughs> I mean, again, I, he doesn't it, care about his pets. Oh. <laughs> This is true. Yeah, he, he hates Excellent dragons. point, Doctor. He's proven yeah. once and time and again that he doesn't care about his pets. <laughs> <laughs> it's all whimpering, like, mm, like later. <laughs> Get out of here, you mutt. <laughs> <laughs> all right. John's well, no terrible pet owner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> true. Well, do we have time for quick uh, Restoros? Or how yes. are we doing, Mike? Well, you have time? Kim, uh, yeah, I've got about four minutes here. So, <laughs> okay. Kim, do you have time or no? Maybe you, you five have. minutes max. All right, we'll do yeah, a quick so, All right, so let's. All right, Where so are we headed? Uh, so uh, as we're spinning off into our Restoros of Westeros um, and maybe the series, people, which will be right after. Uh, maybe, maybe we're at the uh, Winterfell Starbucks this episode. <laughs> yes, that's exactly where we're at. So. Um, we find ourselves post-war is where capitalism thrives. Of course, we know this. Um, no two countries that have had a McDonald's have ever fought. And um, Essos, you don't you don't know that's that. You don't know the, no this is a true fact. No two countries that have had McDonald's fought. that have a McDonald's restaurant in them have ever gone to war. What? Kind of insane. Hmm. <laughs> Kim's categories. <laughs> Your dire cat there is. Uh, I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so we find ourselves we find ourselves on the in in, in Winterfell um with with the the Maester of Commerce <laughs> and a a dispatch a, a representative uh, uh nearby Bravos Iron Bank from the the uh <laughs> Huh? <laughs> I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm trying to position that like like Starbucks is in is in Bravos. So, um, a a, okay. a trade representative from Bravos. So join us now as we bring you Star Wars Episode One: <laughs> <laughs> The Trade Federation. The Trade Federation. <laughs> All right. So join us as we we start off oh, here dear. in the icy. What, what did you just open, Kim? <laughs> Oh, um, some ocean whitefish entree. <laughs> I hope for the cat and not for you. <laughs> I'm hoping so the opposite. <laughs> Double seaworthy is uh, going to get it's more expensive than human food. I would clams, make. cockles, and shells. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it is post post war, and as as the revelries are going on in in the great hall. <laughs> Nearby, in the, the Maester of Commerce's uh, study, um, post-war, there is work to be done in the windswept uh, office of the Maester of Commerce. Windswept office. <laughs> Oi. Um, 
uh, Bula, uh, Bula, me assistant, uh, send in me, send in me twelve thirty. Oh, uh, I'll get right on that. It's uh, me, the, the, Bula, the, over the, here. Bula. Excuse you me, come on in here, Bula, and get your twelve thirty. <laughs> the, the one from Bravos. Oh, uh, excuse me, Miss. Are yes. you from Bravos? <laughs> I am Valardo Varamogulis. Oh, Valardo Horaces. I what think was that? I don't know. I'm not from Bravos. You just said all men must sneeze. <laughs> well, I believe that. Come on in. Come on in, the two of you. Yes. Now, now, this is my assistant, Bulus. Hello. I am Bakras. <laughs> I'm Bert Bakras. Uh, <laughs> yes, Bakras. I'm Bokras, Maester Bokras of Commerce. And who might, who might you be? I'm uh, Valala. <laughs> Valala, you say? <laughs> Valala of the roast, I hear. What? Um, sure. Now, we are in a post-war economy, Valala. <laughs> yes. And uh, Bulos, perhaps to give her a kind of a, a, a kind of a, a, a King's Landing kind of idea of what we're looking to do here with Winterfell with our uh, commerce. Now, right, wait. since you uh, are Lordess of the Roasters, we are looking <laughs> to open up our own sort of Pike's Place here at Pike's <laughs> Cavern. All right. Well, and we so need you some want sort of funding coffee. to for, for cups, for example. <laughs> Oh, cups. <laughs> yes, we need many cups. Uh, uh, well, that might be a problem because all I have are cockles. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Wait, wait a minute here. I thought you were from the roast. <laughs> are you from- well, we sell cockle-flavoured coffee. Oh. <laughs> well, now, I was expecting pumpkin spice. I have very spice, little competition but- back in Bravos. <laughs> now, I know, I know a cockle <laughs> will do just fine. <laughs> I, I suppose, although if you if you could maybe kind of bring in sort of like like a dire a dire roast select a dire wolf select, <laughs> we can work on that. Yes, so there's one right. dire wolf walking around that doesn't seem to have an owner. Oh, is he sporting one ear? <laughs> Why, yes, he is. Oh, I think I know this dire. Wolf. Now we. <laughs> See now, let, let me just outline our plans here, Valar. We, we've had a lot of. Uh, we're going to do a lot of uh, reconstruction here. We're doing a lot of uh, refurbishing because all the walls been knocked out. And I'm looking to build sort of a food court, if you will. <laughs> oh, Winterfell food court. It's a food court. Yes. Now, now Sansa will be presiding over the food court. You understand? She will be holding court there. Uh, oh, yeah, holding court. I, I see. That's yeah, yeah, very good. <laughs> But we would like you to sort of be uh, like uh, the cornerstone of this food court here with your, oh. with your uh, uh, warm and frozen beverages. <laughs> oh, I'd be happy to. I thought that was going to be a Possum Express. <laughs> well, we're, we're working with the people of the, fra- uh, of, of the, the phrase who, who's left for the Possum Express down by the river. <laughs> We've also got some Dornish kebabs. Oh. And uh, <laughs> high garden breads with <laughs> the garden and hot pies. <laughs> oh, hot oh. pie. Oh, yes. he, started a, he started a business. <laughs> He's got a chain. He's got a chain there. So. Oh, good for him. Because uh, there's been no, uh, this whole Night King thing has been terrible for us. But down, you know, down below, no problem. No problem whatsoever. <laughs> Prosperity, to be honest with you. So hot pies are everywhere. Um <laughs> 
Now, what 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 sort of negotiating terms are you looking for? Hmm. Well, I would insist that we have a spokesperson, perhaps the queen herself. Oh, maybe, oh. maybe well, she would allow us to uh, put a cup in her hand and maybe pop around to a feast or two with it. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. It's brand new marketing. <laughs> hmm. A Danny blonde roast. <laughs> well, I think we can head out now. Barbos, is that uh, uh, Barbos? I, I believe my name is Bulos, but that's quite all right. Bulos. <laughs> Ferris Bulos. Um, <laughs> Ferris what what say you to this? Are you willing to work with uh, Valala here? I, I, I think that <laughs> celebrity type placement is very important these days. And yes, if we could get cut, extremely important to get it in the hands of somebody with a type of influence as the Dragon Queen. If you could get a cup of, a cup of that uh, of that beverage in her hand as she's flying to King's Landing, that would be immeasurable. I could tell you that right now. Ooh, I'd pay extra if she'd drink it while she's flying the dragon. <laughs> and if we could get a portrait and, like, pass that around? Perhaps like, I could it? write the name of my business on the side of that uh, dragon and see if... Oh. Maybe, oh, maybe now, now we're talking here. Dragon. Well, that would be that, that could certainly go quite a far away there. So, well. <laughs> Next to the STP logo, that's already on. <laughs> Perhaps, and he could fly past the beach during your spring break. That would be quite helpful. <laughs> and carry a banner, a sigiled banner of your of your blondest roast. I believe spring break is in dawn this year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, you're not looking to to to. To make the spring break, you're looking to break the spring break. <laughs> oh, I, I that's why I hired you, Fort Donnerdale. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to. How can I? How can I? Jesus, how can I phrase that? Let's see. We're gonna not gonna make it. We're gonna break the spring break. Jesus, I don't. All right, Bobus, you'll work on that. Valar, oh, you, you guys will take a meeting on that. Jesus, who's that? <laughs> that's the new. It's the new god. I'm. Uh, I, I'm working on here. He's, He's a uh, <laughs> He's a witch. Let's all toast here. <laughs> yeah. And and scene. Wow. Well, oh, well we really a uh, well struck. That was uh, like a like a dragon falling into the narrow sea. There. That that's that sketch there. That was kind of rough. There, you guys. What? <laughs> we're flying high, and then we we got to figure out how to how to how to land these if we're yeah, going to do these like. Yeah. Especially, That's all right. especially we, we, if they're going to be the source of our entire podcast. <laughs> well, we're going to outline them. That's what okay. we're going to do. All and right. we, we may be following first season. Kim like, and I might actually even do. share the outline with you. Oh, I don't need, I don't need that. Because <laughs> exactly. then I'm going to go off the rails because I, I, I railed against it. And, and I, was, I was able to, to king urinate away from you guys. <laughs> yeah. And eventually all chaos. All right. <laughs> let, let, oh, I also like how uh, Kybern built a chair into the scorpion launcher. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Swivel chair. I, and a chair so you can relax <laughs> as the dragon moves forward. <laughs> Well done. Good scorpion upgrades. <laughs> With a uh, drink holder. Still not, I'm still not super sold on the, on the scorpion name, just to be honest. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, they could have done better. You know? There is a word already. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, like, like something like like something like uh, Sansa's Lament or something like that would have been better. You know, like that was <laughs> Sansa's, Sansa's Lament. Lament. I don't know. Something, something like that. You know, like you Danny's, want a cool name like a sword. 
Yeah, Danny's regret or something like that. You know, Daenerys is, <laughs> you know, downfall. Danny's bummer. Oh, Danny's I, I, bummer. I neglected to point out that they showed uh, Oathkeeper in a, in a big close-up right before Jamie came to oh, yeah. her door. Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah. he's going to, oh, so that's foreshadowing. He's going to strike her down. So mm-hmm. it's all figured out. What? Oh, it's done. Strike Brienne down? I don't think so. No, well, strike, uh, strike Cersei down. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also saw The Predator uh, last night. It's like a year too late. I know. Well, you saw it though, didn't you? I saw it in the theater. Yeah, oh, it was terrible. Um, <laughs> but I, I forgot that Theon Greyjoy was good. It. I enjoyed it though. It was it was ridiculous. Well, there's so many good people and yeah. and so much effort put in to try and make it good, and just none of the parts equal the whole. It's just it's just it's just boring. It's just like a boring kind of like meh, right? Yeah. I mean, did you well, like it, Jason? Or I liked it, but I recognize that it's not a good movie. Yeah. It's just like a like a an average sci-fi monstery kind yeah. of movie, and, and just like expect weird more from ever. Shane Black. And I'm glad we ended our Game of Thrones podcast. <laughs> what with are you that talking movie. about? Yes. <laughs> all right. It's all right. All right. Wolves. Well, thank you very much. My name is Mike McCafferty. I'm Kim Miller, and I'm Jason McCarris. And you've been listening to <laughs> Podorcast. Podor. Podor. Hold on. 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 Hold on.